0: of your gruesome twosome, (laughs) Catherine Weigel, weight loss inspiration, Uh, and uh, with me today is... The other
1: half of your gruesome twosome, Donald Weigel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Only Look... Finn.
0: Is there anything better than alliteration? Gruesome, twosome? Like, that's so fun to say. It yeah. rhymes. No,
1: there might not be anything better than that at all.
0: Nothing better aside from football season.
1: Oh, football season. Yes, indeed. In
0: America, we have football, and Donald enjoys it. And I enjoy it because I get to drink beer also. But Yeah, uh,
1: no, <laughs> that part's good. And and there are snacks involved, usually. There are
0: <laughs> snacks. But uh, today's episode is inspired by Donald. Donald, why don't you talk about it?
1: Well, uh... If you've listened to this for any length of time, you may know that I am uh, very much into the uh, National Football League, the NFL, if you were, and uh, I am very much into fantasy football. And I was listening to a uh, um, a couple of different podcasts recently about it, and they were talking about their who they think their f- either fantasy football or real-life football MVPs are going to be. And as everyone knows, MVP stands for Most Valuable Pickles. <laughs> Um, God. <laughs> uh, no, uh, <laughs> <Dork>. <laughs> I, I happen to really like pickles. Uh, in case anyone uh, did Dude, not know, you that. are
0: going to solicit. People. I know people have already sent you pickle. I know. Things. I, I get
1: pictures of like you know pickle stuff and ri- uh, uh, Rickle Pick, Rickle Pick, uh, <laughs> Pickle Rick from uh, Rick and Morty, um, and uh, like uh, Pringles came out with new like pickle flavors. So many chips pickle things. Recently.
0: That's a problem when you tell anyone you yeah, like. I know. Like we used to have cats. They were our chums, right? They, like they lived with they us. They were like they our were roommates. roommates, exactly. Yeah. But I got pick. I was going to say pickle sweatshirts, pickle sweatshirts,
1: <laughs> yeah, cat sweatshirts, cat <laughs>
0: sweatshirts, and cat votives and cat salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, we don't people need pickle assume things. If you have cats, please, you have
1: to be like a cat person. Please
0: don't send us pickle things, people.
1: We're we're good. Yeah, we do. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So,
0: most valuable player. So, it actually this stands has for- has to do with yes, weight loss. Yes, most
1: valuable players. And, um, you know, people would read their list back and forth of who they thought would be the most valuable players at different positions or, or for different, uh, uh, you know, fantasy football related things. And I kind of thought it would be interesting and fun, at least for me, um, if Catherine and I came up with a list of our weight loss MVPs. What? And so- What we did was we each came up with five. Um, uh, Catherine may have six. I actually added a sixth one, but we have not discussed our list with each other. Yeah, so we don't know what the other one's going to say. So it's possible we will have 10 different ones or 11, but it's also possible that we have – uh, exactly the same five. So I imagine there will be some overlap, and uh, but probably some differences. It's kind
0: of like the newlywed game. Kind of, of like, yeah. but We don't have little signs that we're holding up. But did you ever notice, too, how everything seems to need a... Um, like an alliterative start like oh the fab five of weight loss yeah, or the yeah, yeah. whatever like the fantastic four right i find it kind of annoying because when other people already have fab five of things i'm like well i can't use that cause, yeah but maybe we should come up with negative ones like the the woeful one
1: oh like the or
0: the taciturn two <laughs> Dirty dust Dozen <laughs>
1: turn too that
0: really rolls that's off the so tongue. So <laughs> catchy!
1: Oh my goodness, that's no, gonna like, take America loved, by storm. I
0: love movies like The Dirty Dozen, but then it, right. like it sounds like then we're like getting yoked, like the Dirty Dozen of weight loss. Yeah, Ugh. exactly. But like, the Fab Five. It's like it sounds good, but it's also the Beatles. But like the the Sedentary Seven. I
1: don't yeah, know. the Sedentary Seven, the
0: Salacious Six. Ooh, Ooh that sounds yeah. good. So we might. Who knows if you have any o- other alliterative uh, things to talk about? Let us know on this podcast
1: yeah but. please let us know uh we need some alliteration uh obviously <laughs> so uh uh do you want to go first or would you like me to go first
0: oh gosh you started this why don't you go first okay
1: all right so uh number Oh, we
0: that- oh we're we're going backward
1: <laughs> yeah i was going backwards hmm. i was uh listing my my five to one
0: interesting okay yeah. now i don't know which direction to put mine in i'll just say after whatever i want to say perhaps
1: we should have discussed this more <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> perhaps not showing each other our Again, list was a proving bad idea that people
0: are getting what they pay for on exactly. this episode so okay you hey, start this is five.
1: this is live on digital tape everyone um, okay so number five my number five of uh, weight loss mvp is food logging tracking all of my food
0: interesting
1: i uh i need the data i need to know where i am i need to know what works and what hasn't worked and i can go back and look i use the fitbit app to trap trap to track all of my data um and uh, there are others out there my fitness pal and and a whole bunch more Um, but I use that. You can use an old fashioned, you know, pen and paper if you would like, which is what I used to do in the old Weight Watchers days. Um, but I need to know where I, where I'm at. I need to know what worked and what didn't work. And I can see on... My digital paper, so to speak, when I ate a lot of calories and I gained weight and when I stuck to my calorie goal and when I either stayed flat or lost weight. And that has been invaluable to me in this whole journey.
0: Well, uh, I will say that that is also my number five. Oh, what? What? You're not so different, you and I. Yeah. But tracking is every – like – it is everything. We could stop the episode here, but yeah. we got to we got to flesh it out. We got to add some additional <laughs> things. But when I started this, I knew that tracking was key for me because guesswork and intuitive wondering was got me up to 300 pounds. Yeah. And for me, the tracking was something that was non-negotiable and it was, you know, when I started, it was to the point of I am just going to keep doing this and I'm not going to stop. And right. I have been maintaining for 3 years and 2 months. Uh, Not to sound like a four year old who just had a birthday, um, but tracking is everything, and even in maintenance, it is critical, critical for sure.
1: Yeah, and uh, we have a very in depth episode about it called Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, um, which I will link to in the show notes that you can uh, uh, check out also.
0: That is that one talks about weighing in on the scale.
1: I know it also talks about weighing and measuring all the food.
0: Oh, it does, yeah, huh. I didn't know that. It was so long ago. Yeah, I can't remember. All yes, right. it does. So do I go with my number <sighs> yes, four? Yes, you, you would do
1: your number four now because I stole your five.
0: Okay, so number uh, number four is Purposeful Movement.
1: Oh, ah, uh, I what, do not have that on my list. So what?
0: I don't. That is like your your jam is Purposeful Movement. Well, this is very interesting. Yeah, It is interesting to know that. Purposeful Movement, I knew when I started that I – just wanted to start walking our daughter to school just to get out of the car and do a little bit of something. And I went, I think on our last episode, we talked about how in 2015, I was averaging just over 5,100 steps a day. Yeah. And this year I am averaging over 17,000 steps a day. Yeah. And it just feels normal now. It takes a lot of time to build up that Level of uh, of steps. Never thought it was possible, um, but purposeful movement every day, sneaking in steps. We have uh, the step episode. Yeah. The couch is lava. And our Knights uh, Who Say Neat episode uh, that Donald will link to in the show notes. And so I don't have to do it. Yay! <laughs> um, why don't you? Can you talk for a moment about how purposeful movement has played a role in your health journey?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it has been uh, it has been crucial. And I think that the
0: not crucial it, enough to be in your top five. Well,
1: um, it, it's kind <laughs> of sort of like, OK, I'll just say my my alternate, my number six that I put on as an alternate was my Fitbit. Um, so it's related to that, but getting the Fitbit and realizing for me that purposeful movement didn't have to be a like hard gym workout, right? Or, or it didn't have to be running or, Something that I felt like was painful. But no
0: medicine balls or being right. tied to the back of right. the car and exactly. running. exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. But being able to, like, walking counts as exercise was, what? like, a huge revelation to me. And, you know, it's basically the only exercise I did for the entire time I was losing weight. And then I added more exercise on. But... Just starting with that five minutes of purposeful movement and realizing that it all burns calories and it all counts was huge and eye-opening. And and yes, it is definitely a weight loss MVP.
0: Amazing. All right, so <laughs> what is your... Uh... Number
1: three? My number, uh, well, this would be my number four. Oh, right, actually. Yeah, sorry. Um, is weighing and measuring everything mm. is also my number four. I would, so many times in the past, I would try and count calories, and I'd be like, eh, that looks like a tablespoon of oh, mayonnaise. Oh my
0: gosh, my eyeballs don't know anything yeah, oh, measurement tools. This is,
1: this is just a handful of almonds. It's, you know, it's about, it's about this many calories, and I would just sort of guess. And Guess what? My eyes are there's an old expression, my eyes are bigger than my stomach, like it it was true. Like I would I would be putting what I thought was a tablespoon of mayonnaise and it would be like 3 tablespoons of mayonnaise.
0: Well, there's, like, the letter of the law, and then there's sort of the, like, spirit of the law. Right. And if peanut butter, which is a very sort of a stagnant – you know, it doesn't move or wiggle off the the tablespoon. Yeah. If it just heaps up – Right. sort of like, you know, those things like whatever you can fit in your bag. Right. Like a supermarket sweep thing. If it fits in the cart, then you get it. Yeah. was that, that, that way with peanut butter and mayonnaise yeah. and uh, – other coagulous forms.
1: For sure. And then there's also the other side of that is, you know, uh, you know, uh, bites, licks and tastes. BLTs. Uh, BLTs, which, you know, not adding those up, not weighing and measuring those things. Just being like, oh, it's just a bite. Oh, it's just a taste. Like, whatever. And not counting all that. But. Actually weighing and measuring, and then going back to my my number five, and actually logging it all has yeah. has been you know super crucial MVP well, in my weight loss journey.
0: And I think too, there are different levels of measuring because when I started, you know, I remember being back in Weight Watchers and them saying like, if you don't have a measuring tool, like your palm is three ounces and right. your thumb is a tablespoon, and like I have. Very giant manly. Hands. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, like but I have I have you know, larger hands
1: and You have very long, slender, have, thin fingers. I do. I can play
0: <laughs> piano if I haven't tried. Yeah, but, I imagine
1: you'd be wonderful if you'd actually tried. You
0: know, but it's like a cupped palm is this and, a, and I relied on that quite a bit. It turns out, you know, and then you use measuring cups and that's fine, but eh, you can have a heaping tablespoon <laughs> right, of things. Right. In this last time during uh, Venture Using grams on a scale yeah. is the most precise measure that you can do, and
1: we have two food scales so that we can oh. both be weighing and oh, measuring hello. things we at the same time. We have a Third
0: one that is a travel one that breaks down. Oh, looks true. Like well, a- and I
1: have one at work too so that we have I keep. Four uh, yeah, skin- <laughs> but I just meant you know. Anyway,
0: but. Getting to the point where you're actually measuring grams, it is so much more precise than ounces. It's more precise than measuring cups. And it honestly does matter because okay, that – Come like, on, Americans.
1: Eh, let's get on board with the metric let's system. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's
0: do it. Um, So that was, that was sort of part of my tracking. I had measuring as sort of a co-category. We okay. didn't talk about this before we started, so –
1: yeah. All right. So uh, it's it's your turn, though.
0: I can't remember which number am I on. Am you, I on my you own? You th- should
1: be on your three.
0: My three. Um, okay. My number three is saving carbs and sweets for late in the day Ooh,
1: I don't have this one on my but it is it is a big one
0: I have realized and I don't track macros or track rows as they say <laughs> I don't know <laughs> nobody says that <laughs> I like saving time by combining words and then talking about it to yeah, add yeah. additional time yeah
1: you uh, you you take away all the time plus more <laughs> by explaining it I yeah. was like, like Rachel Ray used oh to always gosh. say like EVOO, E-V-O-O. <laughs> and then she would say extra, extra virgin, virgin olive oil like completely eliminated oil. No the, time. The point of saying EVOO
0: exactly, uh, but for me, I know that if I start my day with carbs that are triggery, or breakfast pastries, or cereal, which are basically all dessert yeah. foods, when I start the day, it just sets me up for being more snacky and more hungry. So, honestly, oh God, too. saving sugary things and carb laden things for the evening. Really makes a difference for me. And I'm, as I've evolved in this, I'm, I'll have like a small piece of toast that's 70 calories, but I can't have like a delicious croissant or a bagel right. because it just sets me up for failure later in the day. So yeah.
1: it's. And I'll eat fruit, you know, during the day, uh, you know, that's not like, even though that's all carbs, it's not super triggery for me or anything, yeah. but, but, you know, generally speaking, yeah, I don't eat anything carby until after dinner.
0: Well, and I don't. Like, I know Yanni Friedhoff in the Diet Fix talked about – he was very specific about having, you know, like, five grams of protein at this time and whatever. And right. I, I got a little obsessive about it and it started sabotaging me. So, I'm not saying that, like, I actually count carbs and look at the carb count in I've yogurt. I've never counted
1: a macro ever. No. Not one time. No.
0: So, like – when I'm, t- I'm talking complex carbs, crackers, your breads, your rices, your potatoes. I <laughs> hate just, it when people say it like keep that. Name and carbs. Name and carbs. Yeah. But I try to save it for later in the day because then there's less of a likelihood of me being uh, triggered by them. So that is my number three. Three. three.
1: All right. Uh, my number three, uh, we did an episode on this actually fairly recently, but it is having a growth mindset, adopting Ooh. a growth mindset. Uh, we did an episode. Uh, episode 135 called growth chart that i will link to in the show notes it was uh an entire i don't know probably three hours on it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know 30 40 minutes whatever we usually do and um it is all of those things that I used to tell myself, you know, sort of boiling this down into a nutshell. I used Boiling
0: to, it into a nutshell?
1: I don't know. <laughs> mixing my metaphors. Uh, <laughs> mixing my metaphors has number two. Um, so What's for
0: dinner? Boiled boiling it shells. into a
1: nutshell. Oh, my goodness. I'm
0: just being a jerk. No,
1: no, I deserve it. Um, so boiling it down into a nutshell... <laughs> I,
0: <laughs> it started here first everybody you're at ground zero for
1: <laughs> I used to con- I used to walk through life going I can't I don't have time there's no way that I can and guess what when I said all those things to myself I was right And it was adopting a mindset of, well, I may not be able to do this right now, but eventually I will. Like the idea of getting 20,000 steps five years ago was insane. And now I do it nearly every day. And the idea of, of being able to, you know, work as many hours as I work and still, you know, have stay on track with calories and still have meals prepped and everything like I found a way to make it work and telling myself all those years that I can't but now adopting a growth mindset and I I do it all the time and I I am still realistic I don't say to myself well I could become a male model at some point if I just worked out hard enough like I know I'm not willing to put in that effort nor probably could I achieve (laughs) it even if I did put in the effort but you know, just realizing that I can do this, and there are other things. And I've applied it to other parts of my life that aren't just weight loss, and it has been huge in this whole journey.
0: Yeah. Do you want to ask me if that was my, on my list?
1: Was that on your list? That
0: was my number seven. Oh, <laughs> seven? I've got eight. Just in <laughs> case. Just You're overachiever. Over, just if we had overlap.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's more important to me than it is to you, obviously. The omniscient obviously. eight. Yeah. No, I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right. No, but I had uh, growth and learning as my number seven, just backup, just in case. Yeah. But for that's a good one. for me, I knew from the very start that my mindset was not going to get me the prize. Right. <laughs> like right. I knew I was like, this isn't going to work. No. Like, I'm not the person to talk to about this. But listening to podcasts. Reading books about happiness. Like there, um, there's a podcast I've been listening to recently called The Happiness Lab. Oh. Donald will post it. And what's that notes.
1: about? <laughs> it's
0: about the laboratory of happiness. Oh, there's um, a laboratory. Yeah, the laboratory of happiness. Uh, you can put it in the show notes. But listening to positive podcasts, people who have overcome uh, limitations, happier with Gretchen Rubin, Half Size Me. Podcasts that focus on the positive, uh, podcasts that show me that, you know, if other people can do it, I can do it too. That growth mindset, reading books about positivity, has really helped me let go of that limiting mindset that I had before.
1: And you listening to all of those things and then telling me about everything you learned has really helped me. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so that was my number seven. I'm just, you know, the numbers –
1: so uh, some- I could also link to a bunch of good fantasy football podcasts in the show notes, too, if anyone...
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> eh, probably. Donald I won't do that. Donald
0: goes, like, four months a year. He goes from listening to, like, audiobooks yeah. and, like, growth mindset things. Yeah. And then it's just fantasy football. Yeah,
1: from September just- through December, it's just nothing but football yeah. podcasts. Though. he's gone fishing. Yeah, uh, exactly. So
0: are we on my... Yeah,
1: I think we're on your number two, I think.
0: My number two is... Outer accountability. Whoa,
1: that is not on my list.
0: Wow. So uh, I—that's because you're a questioner. Yeah. I am an obliger. Yeah. Um, So in the Gretchen Rubin uh, four tendencies construct, I am an obliger, which means I. Thrive on outer accountability. I find it hard to meet expectations for myself if I set myself a goal. Yeah. But if I'm in a community of people who uh, are, who have common goals, it really matters to me. And I actually joined an accountability group about six months into my weight loss and I kind of did it on a whim, like, eh, yeah. why not just give it a try? And it, Absolutely changed my life. Like I had no idea that talking about my problems with other people (laughs) who understood would matter to me. And it ended up jettisoning me to uh, my weight loss goals. I realized that talking about my issues, sharing my vulnerabilities with trusted people, not just Jane and Jimmy on the street, um, but people who are going through the same things. Yeah,
1: before you used to just walk up to strangers on the street and ask them for help. But <laughs> Jimmy, it didn't Jane. go very well.
0: No, but I was really ashamed of my issues. And even going to Weight Watcher meetings, I felt like they would give information, but yeah. it wasn't really like a support group. You for, would just yeah. kind of find out how many points were in a brand muffin. Right. at home.
1: Oh my god, those meetings, it just felt like 20 minutes of people asking what I didn't see what, it in the aisle? What aisle do you get that in? I Which wasn't store? In my grocery store. Yeah.
0: But uh Outer accountability has really helped me. Um, I have done yoga with a neighbor from afar during uh quarantine where we check in with each other via text. Uh, we have Wolt Place, W O L T Place, which is a place we
1: sure do. for
0: outer accountability for those who really thrive on sharing with others, checking in with others,
1: and having um
0: outer accountability really matters. But that doesn't matter to Donald, he doesn't need outer accountability. No,
1: but I mean, it. It's not huge for me, but I I do have a competitive streak and I use Fitbit challenges as kind of an outer accountability. You know, when... When somebody invites me to a Fitbit challenge, it does motivate me to try and get more steps. And I think that's my version of, of accountability. Well, and
0: I think you also were raised uh, better than me because Donald will actually write back to people who invite him to challenges if they're full. Like, dear sir, or my, dear Jimmy yeah. or Janie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. please excuse my absence. I, in I your... always
1: thank the person who invites me to the challenge. I
0: never, I just, I don't know, That it's funny. I'm I want not... to keep getting
1: invited to them.
0: I appreciate that i am not super competitive so maybe
1: i'm actually just a jerk because i'm doing it so i keep getting invited as opposed to actually showing you know, appreciation like,
0: i i want other people to win things because i feel like it will make them feel good like i'm terrible at board games because i just want everyone to have fun just like yeah. with football i just want both teams to have a good time
1: yeah except that one time we played chess together oh no it we was, almost got divorced. super competitive we we'll save yeah. that to
0: another episode uh but uh so that was mine the outer accountability number
1: That was your number two. That was my number two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my number two is um, having a long-term outlook.
0: Oh, I don't have that on my
1: list. I spent most of my life being like, well, I just need to like white knuckle it and stick out this restrictive, terrible diet until I hit my goal weight and then I can go back to normal and i never thought about adopting a a healthier lifestyle that would get me through for the, the you know potentially the rest of my life yeah. and i never thought about doing plans or exercises or or counting calories in a way that would allow me to to enjoy my life still and be able to do it even after i hit my goal weight you know there was always this like well i need to lose 30 pounds by this date and then i would do it sometimes And then I would gain it right back plus some more my whole life. But knowing there is no finish line, which is one of our early podcasts about this, knowing there's no finish line, knowing that I have to keep going about this has just been huge and one of the cornerstones and a definite weight loss MVP.
0: Yeah, actually, that was I was lying. Uh, That was my number eight.
1: Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, but I thought the other one was your number eight. I think you have several number eights. I have eights. <laughs> so
0: many. Well, I'm I don't want to talk about my numbering system because if anyone looked at it, I'm actually going in reverse <laughs> order, which is why I'm having trouble following. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Um, but my number eight was there is no finish line. We also did there is no I in quit. Like, yeah, there's literally no way to stop living your you know, your health goals, like either you're doing it or you're not doing it, but they're, you're creating results. So really looking at this as
1: uh, I'm just laughing at because there is an I and quit. I know. that's <laughs> why I, know, it's funny. I know that is the joke, but that's I started laughing at our joke. own joke. Yeah. Uh,
0: but when again, you know, I usually would quit after three weeks, I would do great, great, great. I'd be up on the scale. And then I would revenge eat all the way back because the scale, uh, you know, robbed me of my success. Right. And I just knew that this time I had to push through it time and time again and never give up. Well, that's
1: a great point. And just, you know, realizing that, That just because I have a bad week, you know, or just because I do everything right, I'm I'm making air quotes on a podcast, but just because I do everything right and I gain half a pound that week, you know, is not a reason to give up on all the progress that I've made. You know, there's no deadline for doing this. It's it's all self-imposed and I have the rest of my life to do it and I want to be able to do it for the rest of my life.
0: I like it. So what was that number for you?
1: Uh, That was number two for me. That
0: was number two for you. Um, my number two, I am so confused by my list, I don't even know where <laughs> I am
1: um, Why don't you ask the person who wrote the list to explain it to you?
0: Oh my gosh, uh, let me see. All right, so I'm going with my number one, which might shock and surprise and maybe rock the entire weight loss world.
1: Whoa, I can't wait for shockwaves to ripple through the weight loss world.
0: Uh, my number one is Honesty.
1: That's my number one. (laughs) That's totally my number one. Oh, that's wonderful.
0: Honesty is. Everything. I lied to myself for 41 years. I
1: like right here. I'm showing you my list. Calling myself on all the lies I tell myself is my number one. Oh,
0: we were meant to be together. (laughs) I lied to myself. I am too busy. I am too tired. I don't have enough money. I'm not, you know, privileged enough. I don't have the right mindset. Everybody else has it easier than me. So many years of excuses that I believed and I martyred myself. I do don't have the time, the ability, the boundaries, and changing that mindset for me. I just took off my glasses because I'm yeah, no, serious. Yeah, no, she's getting serious. I lied to myself for decades, and I believed all of the stories that I told myself. And getting to the point where I owned my choices in a neutral way, it's not that I don't have time. It's that I haven't made it a priority. Yeah. Changing that language. I can't do whatever, and I know Donald said that earlier, but okay, well, what can you do? Well, that's annoying. I would much rather yeah. be a victim of my life than, you know, the the hero of my life. And I think that is the biggest shift in the last four years. And it is still a work in progress. Donald and I still have struggles. We still have negative mindsets on things. But it's really uh, annoying and helpful when we call each other out on our limiting beliefs.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I used to tell myself uh, lies even slightly different than what Catherine has already mentioned. I would tell myself, I deserve this. Oh, yeah. I deserve this treat. I deserve this entire cake, this entire bag of chips. Um you only live once, I would yeah. tell myself. And I would tell myself things like you can handle it, like you can, you know, bring all of these uh, you know, treats into the yeah. house, all this food and you can do. I'm it. a
0: grown-up. I do, do, do.
1: And and the other lie I would tell myself all the time is uh, well, it's not not exactly a lie, but I would say to myself, I am so stressed, I need to eat about it. Like yeah. I need to eat this food. And I was using some other unrelated event in my life as an excuse to stuff my face with something. And I used to lie to myself about that all the time. And now I still have those instincts. They are deeply ingrained in me. I will get stressed out and my first thought will be like, wow, I could really use a food treat right now. But yeah. I catch myself on it and I know, hey, you know what, you're, you're trying to trick yourself into eating something which is not going to help. It's only going to make things worse in the end.
0: Well, and I think, too, for me, boundaries is part of that because I – always took on other people's problems. If I don't fix it, no one will. If I don't do this, no one will. And I remember talking to um, our family therapist, and I I told her something that I had done because no one else would do it. And she was like, well, what would happen if you just didn't do it and let other people take responsibility for their actions? And I hung up the phone. I didn't need that kind of positivity in my life. (laughs) Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But it was like, well, the we'll fight on the numbers. And I'm and like, you're creating problems for yourself. Yeah. And for I sure. think I have reduced my circle so much in the last four years. I would, Except
1: for your habit circle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Uh, you're going to have to put that in the show notes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you keep giving me hallmark. <laughs> but. I used to take on troubles at work, volunteer opportunities. If I don't do it, no one will. I've got to take on, you know, the woes of the world. And I have gotten so much better at saying no. I've gotten so much better at saying, let me check my calendar. That isn't a priority for me right now. That's not what I'm focusing on. And it has helped so much. We did an episode called Dog the Boundary Hunter.
1: (laughs) We're so funny. (laughs) Man, sometimes we think of the titles and then try and come up with an episode to match it. Um,
0: um, but that has mattered so much. Being honest about my choices um, has just made all the difference, and I think being honest with each other has mattered. I have told Donald about my secret eating, my uh, bulimia. There's yeah. so many things that uh, have just made our relationship better because we practice honesty, and that reduces shame.
1: It really does, and uh, I, um, you know, reducing shame has been huge, and. I still have these instincts to secret eat if I'm eating a treat. Like even if it's within my calories, it is a little bit of a struggle to eat it in front of Catherine sometimes. And and I still have to get over that. But really being honest and forcing myself to bring everything into the light, I know maybe that's corny, but it has made a huge difference. Well, and
0: I've even told my family members too about things that used to be shameful secrets. that I have been more vocal about like – Hey, when you say things like that, it makes me want to eat in secret. Which, yeah, you know, and like just saying that out loud is something I never would have done five years ago. And it yeah, it for has made sure. all the difference. So, what are your or do we have any overlapping extras? You know, I have like a top forty here just in case. Like, do you have any that didn't uh, we make we the hit list? all
1: of mine? I mean, the the Fitbit was was kind of my number six, but we uh, we hit all that. So, um. Uh, Do you have something else?
0: I do actually. I wasn't sure if I did, so I wasn't trying to get you to ask me questions. Um, I have routine habits, yeah, in there of just why make it hard on yourself? Stick to a schedule on things. Be predictable in your actions. Like I always track my food before I eat it. Yeah, I always do my arm workout Monday through Friday. Like just having habits that you do every day. Like I've flossed for eighty days in a row. Now, I've wow. made it. I know my teeth That's are so impressive. shiny. They're like the yeah. top of the Chrysler building. Um, but having <laughs> having habits that are in place every day that are predictable takes away decision fatigue. It makes it so much easier to follow a habit if you just do it every day, yeah. make it predictable, make it boring, and it leaves me the opportunity to be creative in other ways. So that was my that was my number 6 or 4 or 3. My my numbering system is Way strange and uh, and unpredictable here. Do you have anything else? No, I think that was it.
1: I, I suppose I could give an honorable mention to uh, to really good uh, shoes and to rebounders also. Yeah, there's,
0: we have so many you know, episodes but, that cover uh, all of yeah, the... the exactly. Oh, which reminds me, we actually, we talked about on the last episode how we are looking for tips and tricks. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to do a tip-a-palooza, palooza We want your tips and suggestions of little uh, additions that you've added to your life that have made your journey venture easier. So you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Subject line: Tau T O W to let us know uh, your tip and trick that you would like to share. Also, let us know if we can use your name. Yeah, and, uh, when we post that. So, yeah,
1: and uh, so I guess that is our uh, weight loss MVP. That was a
0: great was like you're like football I'm like we're not gonna talk yeah. about that but it turned out to be a I'm very happy with this episode I think you did a, a great job
1: well thank you I think you did a great job <laughs> thank <laughs> I you think we did a great job together I'm
0: super excited we're that our patting number... each
1: other on the back on our podcast on yeah. our own show
0: I think our number one or five or whichever number thing I can really glad that it ended up being yeah. the
1: same. Yeah, no, no, that was nice. Um, so if you have any weight loss, uh, you, the listener, have any uh, weight loss MVPs that we didn't cover that you think we should have, we would like to hear from you. Uh, you can also write to us at uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. When you're sending us your tips of the week, you can send us your MVPs and your TOWs and your MVPs and <laughs> so your, many. your pickle memes and whatever <laughs> else you want to send in. Um, um, you can also find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at We Only Look Thin.
0: And if accountability is something that you think you might thrive upon, you can go to our website, weonlylookthin.com, click on join our support group, and find out more information about Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. Yeah. Uh, accountability you, group.
1: You can also listen to all of our podcast episodes uh, there um, or wherever you found this episode. Um, and uh, if you uh, would like to do us a favor, we would really appreciate if you would go to Apple Podcasts. Uh, I know we say this every time, but it really is important uh, important and helpful to us. And uh, just give us a rating and a very quick review. It could just be a couple of words, but the more of those we have, uh, the easier it is for people to find us because Apple promotes the uh, the shows that have the most ratings and reviews to the top of their search when people are looking for health and fitness podcasts.
0: Yeah. And if you ever can't find our podcast uh, or an updated uh, episode on your podcast app, all of our episodes are archived on our website, weonlylookthin.com. So if, yes. you, if, if you're ever looking for something or it seems like it isn't posted or something like that, we have never missed an episode in no. two and a half years. And we
1: have a search bar there, too, where if there's a topic you're looking for, you can search for a word or two, and all of the episodes where those are mentioned uh, will come up, too.
0: Yeah. So if you're still not sure about the difference between a most valuable pickle and a most valuable player, <laughs> just remember that Donald and I are